Welcome to Embrace the Spiritual Podcast. Join friends Michelle and Dawn as they share tips on how you too can open your heart, raise your vibration, and reclaim your sovereignty. Hear what they have experienced and overcome in their spiritual journeys while navigating this expansive spiritual multiverse. Discover how they transform their soul lessons from ordinary into extraordinary. Follow, subscribe, and share Embrace the Spiritual podcast on all streaming services, including YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Go to EmbraceTheSpiritual.com for bonus content and a list of upcoming episodes. To book an aura regression, raw Reiki, or Akashic reading with Dawn, go to her website, alchemy-sacredsound.com. And to book an aura regression, raw Reiki, Akashic reading, or to do a home or pet clearing, visit Michelle on her website at energeticembrace.com. Welcome to this exciting episode that's airing for Love Day, called AKA Valentine's Day. We have the beautiful, oh my gosh, we're so excited. We just love these two, Claire and Jeffrey. They are from the beautiful UK across the pond, as we say. They are also certified Aura Raw Reiki practitioners. They do quantum galactic Akashic readings. They also do group hypnosis sessions and beautiful sound baths. Oh my gosh, if nothing else, experience her sound baths. They are incredible. They are beautiful twin flame souls on this earth. They're helping heal individuals, the collective, Gaia. They love to travel, working with Mother Gaia to assist in her healing and raising her energy vibration. You can check them out on Instagram, Circle of Light Healer. They're also on TikTok. Their website, circleoflighthealer.com, will throw up all the links in our podcast episode description so you can find them there. And Dawn, tell us what we're going to be talking with Claire and Jeffrey about today. I'm so excited. These two are just one of my, or my, I should say my favorites of couples that I've ever, you know, been blessed to meet. They have such amazing, powerful energy. And when Michelle was talking, the angels were showing me like, as they're like superheroes flying. Because <laughs> really, when you combine that twin flame energy, you are able to do so much more energetically. It's just so beautiful. And what they do is amazing. And we're here to talk about twin flames, what they are. Claire, I know, has the most interesting story that I have ever heard about her twin flame journey. So I'm going to, you know, let you guys take over. And well, let's start with Claire, because you have had three twin flames, which I did not know was possible. Yes, it's been quite some journey and we are really excited yeah. to be here with you both. We love you so, so, so very much. Thank, thank, thank you, you for the beautiful introduction. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for inviting us. Yes, well, my, my twin flame story, uh, where to begin? Many people go through different spiritual awakening um, experiences and mine just happened to be a twin flame journey. That's how I woke up. That was that's my spiritual awakening. So I actually, um, I was with a partner um, for two years and this partner, it was, like a, a, a relationship I'd never had before. Now, this was before I was awakened. And what really I kind of noticed was I'd, I'd start seeing all these synchronicities like 11-11, two swans. And I even started saying to him, well, actually, he started realizing that there was something different about the relationship. It was actually him first. And he used to meditate and I didn't. And he would say to me, you know, I've noticed that there's something I keep on seeing, like there's something different about this. I keep on seeing all these synchronicities, these different numbers. And he started seeing them first. And then I then started 
seeing them anyway. So basically, because we were both doing our inner work at that point, it was very much like a hot and cold, like the run of the chaser situation. And it came to the point where I was vibrating a little bit, um, should I say, I was ready to move on to the next stage of my journey. Um, but he wasn't. And he kind of like, he went into a state of fear. He moved the other side of the world to New Zealand. And because that was the only way we could actually break up you know, and because we tried to kind of be apart and it just didn't work. So he moved to um, New Zealand and it was very, very painful, you know, going through that kind of breakup, which I'd not experienced with a spiritual connection. I'd had karmic partners and, and a soulmate, but I never had a twin flame. Uh, and so basically that's when the separation happened. And I had this spontaneous all I can describe it as is a spontaneous kundalini awakening where this energy from the bottom of my spine went all the way up my back I was completely asleep completely 3d and all of a sudden I could just see the whole multiverse I could see incredible things I started to see you know entities other beings I started to see other people's energy would you know Mary Magdalene would come and sit next to me and I'd never gone through any of these kind of energies before at all and I literally thought I was going crazy so that was kind of like he triggered my awakening process and it actually continued and continued along with we ended up coming back into contact together and actually it was interesting because uh, where he used to work the road that he went down to work every single day was called Claire Road you know is that <laughs> it was that spiritual you know that spiritual connection the, the angels trying to you know connect the energies together so that didn't end up work, working out because um, what happened was I vibrated in such a high vibration and he didn't, he didn't want to do the inner work. He went into fear. So what happened was I had to really surrender that relationship. I had to really just say no more. Um, I'm not going to go through this anymore. I'm going to raise my vibration. As soon as I began to start, you know, saying surrendering and, and you know, whatever the universe has in store for me, whether it's not, you know, whether it's him or somebody else, I'm going to surrender. And then another twin flame actually came in. Now, at the time, I didn't realize he was a twin flame. Because if I did, I probably wouldn't have gone down that route <laughs> because I've been through such a painful journey before. Um, so I thought he was a soulmate. And it wasn't until we went through various past life experiences that we had to heal together um, that I then found out he was a twin flame. And that's where Jeffrey comes in because the a week before basically me and Jeffrey met, I actually broke up with the second twin flame. Now, just to say that the first twin flame was when I was in my maiden energy. So I was in this maiden energy. This is what the my angels, the you know, the guide showed me. I was in a maiden. And then when I was in the next twin flame stage, I was in a mother energy. And so was he. So he was in this uh, father energy. And then it became the next phase of my journey when I realized that he wasn't vibrating again at the energy. We kind of you know, we'd done our work and it was the next stage of the evolution. So then Jeffrey came in literally a week after I broke up with the second twin flame, which was quite quick, but it was very magical. And um, he was in his sage energy as I was in my wisdom. And it was right. And I did say uh, the morning before Jeffrey contacted me, uh, I was actually shown that there was another 
to inflame, there would be a third one. And I said, please, 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 can this just be the last one? Because I can't keep going through this process. And they said, no, this is the final one. And that's when they explained to me about their maiden mother wisdom they said this is the one this is you know you've made it you've got there you've reached that the evolution of of your union within yourself and so that is the key point to the twin flame um evolution the, the twin flame journey is always to come within union within yourself first before you can truly meet that twin flame that is ready at the same vibration otherwise what happens is you go into separation and for me, you know, I've had a, a twin flame journey where there's been three separate, three separate energies. But for some people, it might be that they have one twin flame and they have to kind of do that work with that twin flame or go into separation, do that inner work and come back together. It all depends on their journey. So when Jeffrey came in, would you like to share a little bit about that? When I came in? Um, <laughs> to, the, to the journey. To the journey. Yeah, my... Um... I'm not too sure because I had probably quite a lot of partners, but probably two sort of major partners throughout my life. So, you know, hearing Claire's story maybe did did make me think, oh, maybe they were sort of like the same as Claire's, like maybe they were sort of twin flames, but not twin flames at a level to get me to a certain place and but not the actual one like Claire said at that stage where we where we stayed together. But since not having partners for quite a few years after coming out of sort of like uh well coming into recovery from the journey I'd had so I didn't have any partners for many many years but I was always in my head fantasizing about what uh, I didn't really know about twin flames but you know like my proper partner my lifelong partner I was going to spend the rest of my life with and and what we was going to do together and all that so I was always you know stuck in the head and fantasizing but I was always chopping and changing you know they could be Someone had children, someone that didn't have children, short person, tall person, different language, everything. You know, I was, I was always confusing myself and confusing the universe for many, many years. And in one day, I just said to myself, oh, it's, it's, I'm getting tired of this. I can't do this. It's like I'm fixated on it. And, and you know, surrender is something that you have to experience. I, re I really don't know how to explain how I did it, but I managed to surrender it. And I, I remember saying to my sister at the time, I said, I've had enough. I said, I know I'm going to meet my, the woman I'm going to spend the life with. I know we're going to build a home together. We're going to have a bit of land and we're going to do this, et cetera, et cetera. I said, let it go, mate. So I was just, it's just on my thoughts day and night. I've thought about it so much i don't need to think about it anymore and it was literally literally just before well you had a round table didn't you yeah the some of the practitioners had a round table with aurora i'd only just found aurora and i think i'd had a, a two two auras one from paulina and then one from aurora and it was in and i think i started doing the courses and, and when we had that round table um zen came on sorry i was having a i think i was having a when aurora does an aura she does a an akashic reading sort of afterwards sort of as part of the deal so he's having the akashic and then zen came in i think that week they just had the round table so zen came in he's gone oh man i can see uh claire in your aura in your energies now when claire went yeah did you watch the round table i mean yeah i did I, I watched it the other day when you know claire i went oh yeah yeah i know claire he goes i, I see her in your energies right now she's there he's like wow and then uh, and then he's going you've got some work to do together some serious he didn't say about twin flames but he said you've got some work to do real serious work to do you need to contact her and, and you need to you know and, and then aurora's you know she has a little joke oh, it could be twin flames maybe not and all that you know she she knew but she wasn't giving too much away and then and then so i was like oh wow so I was like, okay 
come away from the session. But prior to that, when I was looking to book an aura, I booked one with Aurora first, but you know, her waiting list is so long. So I was like, okay. And it was like over a six month waiting list. I was like, okay, I booked it. And then I went, right, I do need an aura in between. So I did actually look. The first person I saw was Claire on the practitioners. But where I live in England, she lives right up the other end of the country. So I thought, oh, they're in person. Oh, there must be one close. And that's when I found Paulina, which is in London near where I live. But then the funny thing was we ended up having it online anyway because COVID had just come in. So I could have gone with Claire, but Claire Claire was the first one that sort of drew my attention looking at all the practitioners, so oddly enough. So, yeah, and then, then I had to... You went into a little bit of fear, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I had to uh, send an email off. So being in Phil, my life since a child, coming out from a bit of a, a dark life as well, I was like, God, how am I going to send this email? What am I going to say? You know, like... Like you said, Dawn, rabbit in the headlights, completely frozen and panicking. I knew she, I knew she knew Paulina because some reason we was just chatting about her when I had the session with her about other practitioners. And I was like, well, what do I say? And I started going into fear. Oh, you know, if I, if I send an email off, you know, um, you know, we've got work to do. And she's got to think, oh, my God, you know, there's someone trolling her or... You know, there's a, you know, there's a pervert, you know, chasing or saying. I went into lots and lots of fear and I was asking Paulina, what do I say? And they were all giving me the answers already. And they just had to send that email off. So it took about a month to send the email. And then, and then in the end, I had to have a conversation with myself. I was like, even if she does think I'm like, it was this weirdo just contacting her, you know what I mean? I've got a video with Zenonora on it saying contact her. I've got proof, you know what I mean? You know, because when you're in that fear, it's amazing what the mind does with the head. So I sent the email off. Yeah, well, that's yeah. it. I was watching another live video with Aurora, and what made me send the email off is I said hi, everyone. It's me from the UK in the chat, and the next one that the next one that said hi was clear, so it came mm-hmm. up. And it under came my name just at the, the, the divine time because actually yeah. I was still with the second twin flame when you when Zen told you so. Yeah. He obviously waited in divine timing, and then he emailed that night when I just realized that I got three twin flames so it's kind of they pre-warned me about this and so I had this 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 message and I didn't fully understand I didn't actually they didn't actually think is a twin flame to begin with and it wasn't until I went to sleep that night and boy did I as I was going to sleep boy did I get the downloads about our past lives together wow that was the point when I realized he has a twin flame. He's the third twin flame. And the second night I received further downloads about past lives that we'd had together. And it was just like, it was just incredible. It was that kind of like love, like love at first email <laughs> because, because um, it's like you remember, you remember that soul um, that's been speaking to you. We've had all these past lives together. And so it was really magical experience. And we actually, we only emailed for the first month which was really beautiful jeffrey is a beautiful writer and we hadn't we didn't zoom we didn't you know it was easy he wrote his most beautiful they're like love letters like beautiful emails and i read them back now because they are so it just melts my heart and um and then we arranged to meet on the exactly a month later the same numbers the number four and the moment that we we met where we decided to meet as soon as um, and it's not just a cliche you know you hear these things all the time when I looked into his eyes his eyes were just like he's got beautiful brown eyes um but there was this gold like it's almost as though this gold energy just like burst out and it was because I was looking into his eyes for the first time in this incarnation although we've had many many lives past lives together first time and it was just 
from there I, I just I just knew and and then you know don't get me wrong it's you have to work together because when you come together it's not easy it's not all this beautiful love story yes we do have a, a fantastic love story but we also have um times that we've we've had to work at it um really hard so that we don't go into separation from yeah. each other because the fears come up you know the fears come up as you're doing your inner work as we've learned it's like with everything you do it depends on everyone's journeys you know everyone's twin flame journey is going to be uniquely different some journeys they might have done all the work before they meet and it's just nothing to sort out you know we came into it and we found out that all of a sudden we was able to go to the next level and we was able to face things that we wouldn't have faced if we hadn't been in a twin flame union which then we found out we was going back to past lives and things that have happened to us and why we'd fallen out in past lives because of some of the horrible mm -hmm. things that had happened that were now coming back ready to be healed in the now time. Even um, mermaid and merman energies yeah. that we are together, you know, going into the magical kingdoms, it's not just the past lives, it's the galactic aspects the galactic of us where we've been together, the magical kingdom energies where we've been together that we've had to come back and heal. So there's been many, yeah. many, many, many times for healing, hasn't there? Yeah, and, and like I said, you know, I've personally been, from my lifestyle, I've been in my head all my life, and it's, it's very confusing, and, you know, with everything else you do or take in life, I have to add to that and feel that fire. So, you know, when I met Claire, I still had so much fear. Um, but m somehow that feeling in my heart managed to get through. My head was still very, very loud, but I was still in so much fear and there's so much confusion, you know. So Claire's experiencing all these energies when we met me, you know, I, I could feel them slightly, but I still had so much noise telling, trying to tell me it wasn't meant to be, you know. But because I could feel a slight feeling in my heart, you know, that was telling me to keep going, you see. So I was just full of fear, full of confusion. I could, I was able to recognise just that feeling in my heart to say, you know, keep going it's just, and, and let go of that. You know how we, we watch films or you hear things about anything and you think, oh, this is how it should be when I do a certain thing in life. Without actually realising, no, it's just, you know, your journey is your journey, you know, and, and how that's going to uh, be experienced, you know. Like Claire said, you think, oh, you're going to come together and it's going to be explosive and that. But it is in one sense, but that also includes, depending on each individual's journey, what you've got to work through or go through or what needs to be worked through. So, you know. That's so beautiful. Like, Jeffrey, when you were describing when Zen shared with you that Claire came in into your aura, like, I just got goosebumps, truth bumps all over. It was, oh, I love that story. And I'm really glad that you brought up that, you know, there's some misconceptions around that twin flame journey, right? That it's this magical, you know, whoa, you know, angels singing. Well, the angels probably are singing because finally they found each other. But I think it is more about the twin flame journey, ultimately, from what I understand, and, and that's supported by the story you're saying, is the purpose is bringing twin flames together to support each other on that divine mission and purpose. And it's all, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Like you said, Jeffrey, you know, you're there to compliment each other in not, not compliment like compliments, but to assist each other, like being that mirror back and forth, because you have to get through all of that shadow work, if you call it that, those deep fears, because once you can break through that, the mission that you're on in this lifetime is so important, but it is work. And I think so many people are almost desperate and, and then they get disappointed if it's not their twin flame. Well, that's okay. Not everybody is meant to have their twin flame 
come in this life. It depends what your soul is here to do. And sometimes I know there's a lot of conversation about twin flames versus soulmates. And I'll share what I feel the difference between the two. I mean, really, the soulmates are the soul's you know, made a contract to come together for a certain purpose. You might have multiple soulmates in a life. Some of them can be very codependent, unhealthy relationships, like, and they could be romantic or platonic, right? So soulmates aren't meant to be necessarily the romantic side, and they can show you a lot of things and, and work through things. But I think one of the things that I really love about your story is there wasn't just one twin flame, because I think that's one of the the false things out there that, you know, I guess you don't know until you know. So we could assume that there's only one twin flame, but really the twin flames, our souls are vast. And I think that's the challenge is some people see the soul as such a a small finite piece that, okay, you can only split once and have one set of twin flames. Well, as we know through the quantum galactic akashic and through our aura hypnosis sessions is our souls can be essences and fractals of so many galactic and angelic and ascended masters like we're part of so much so why not have multiple twin flames totally makes sense and yours is the first story that i've heard that has multiple twin flames so i love that we were able to have you on our podcast to be able to share that story because until you know what to expect and whether you know it's a twin flame or not i think if you look into the relationship and what is this person ultimately here to help me because usually that's what happens a person shows up in their in your life and maybe you're meant to mirror back to them to help their spiritual growth but either way I think that from the twin flame perspective, it's key to know that you're still both on your individual journeys. I think there's a falsity that, oh, you complete me like the movies, right? Everyone puts their romance on, oh, you complete me. Well, really, that's kind of codependent in my opinion, but you're on your individual journeys and you're just better together. You're strong individually and you're amplified as coming together like the work that you guys do when you travel together it's it's like i can just see this ball of energy coming in and kind of like the mist that goes onto the land it's just like your energy it's like the land is just welcoming you in when you go and and it's beautiful and i love that you guys travel so much to heal the earth because that ripples out to the people living in those areas so you're healing gaia but you're also sending that love the love gene energy out to those people. And that's beautiful. Thank you for that beautiful story. And I love that you said you had three because there is such a huge misconception that there's only one. And I think, well, I know there's been a documentary about Twin Flame University, how you only have one and that's it. And that is dysfunctional to me because we are here to grow together. And what if you grow faster than somebody that you were supposed to meet? then you're not going to be a matching energy. And to feel like you have to be stuck with them for the rest of your life is feeding this negative agenda that we're all trying to break out of. So I love that you were able to see, I have to move on and it happened. And then I have to move on again and it happened. And I feel that that's like the true essence of, you know, we're here to learn. And if it's not going to work, I'm in charge of me, it's time. And I just love that, Jeffrey, how raw you are and you just, you know, I just love the the 
truth that you spoke of how, you know, I felt like, you know, I was going to be like this. I was going to be like that because a lot of guys don't know how to express themselves. So I feel it's so important to heal the divine masculine's voice because sometimes they don't know how to talk because they're still in that programming of not sharing. So thank you so much for sharing that. I love it. And you make me laugh. So <laughs> it tickles my heart. And then Claire, you always, you know, I can feel the beauty of just of you meeting in my heart. And it just is so wonderful. And I did have a question. Let me see. Could you talk more about your fear? Uh, Jeffrey, would you think that it's programming that you were feeling? Because I think that's so important because how do you disconnect with that fear or both of you, you know, that disconnect from that fear and that moving on, like, how do you know when it's time? I know, Claire, you've always had like that super intuition, but what if a listener is listening? How do they know, like, what signs were you given if they are questioning, like, is this where I should be? Thank you. Oh, wow. Uh, well, first off, first of all, beautiful. Thank you so much for what you both said. I just want to say, yeah, we do get to go around and travel and do a lot of work with the earth, but it's all because unknown to us and then obviously you're known to us we know you're holding spaces as well so no matter what any of us do we're all holding space for each other so so thank you for that uh obviously through childhood trauma and all that so i've had fear since a child i've had that fear everywhere um even as a young adult and trying to hide that fear especially when i went into the industry i went into uh, before i quit it you know you had to be tough so you have to hide that fear as well even though very very feared so it's as if situations are now playing out in my life that have already played out and it's like there's an opportunity to balance it but do it with the right energies so it was like oh, just there was so much fear and that fears stopped me from doing anything in life and really speaking out and, and being who I really should be. I've been in relationships where I wanted to end them and I couldn't through fear. And, and like you say, moving on. And it's a beautiful question. I'm very, very grateful. I can feel it building up. From from what happened to me as a child, I shut my emotions off in my life to the point where, you know, they used to drag me down to doctors to psychiatrists. I used to sit there like a statue. And I really, towards the end, before I started to sort myself out, as well as bad eating and drinking, I was self-petrifying, I realised that. My life, right, I was just so stiff. That fear, and I shut all my emotions off. So to suddenly start feeling them again, and then knowing that they're there and not knowing how to access them, but then knowing deep down, you know, my mind was like, no, you shouldn't be doing this. This is not what you're meant to do through fear because he wants to keep control. But I've always said to you, Claire, you know, I just said there was a little something in here in my heart that I felt that said, you've got to do it. And then it was like, only because I, before I ever met Aurora, I was on this journey for quite a while, been following all different people, trying different modalities, everything. So I had like little bits of everything from what I've been studying. So I always knew that, you know, it's the, you know, the mind, We'll try and keep you safe. Didn't know about the infringements too much then, but now I know that even the mind was infringed, but, you know, it's what you feel. So I was going on that, what I felt, and that, that was the feeling that said, you've got to go with this. You've got to go with it. You know I mean? It, it mm. took me a month to pluck up the courage to email her, and it was day and night, day and night in my mind saying, no, no, she's, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and, you know, they're making up all these stories. And, and then even even on that day where I said I saw her in the comments, I went, oh, I've got to email her, and I was so confident But after the video. But as soon as the video ended, the fear came in. You know, the, I wasn't as brave, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, "Wow!" Didn't know what to say, all right, and 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 then, bang! I sent it off, and then the email come back, and it was just completely opposite to what my mind was trying to tell me would come back. It's just the the, the feeling. I don't know how it came through. 
obviously I've been doing doing lots of work, but I just wanted to say I do believe no matter where you are on your journey, your environment's going to match that, what frequency you're at. So a twin flame, you might be on lower energy. They might still send you a twin flame that's going to match that, whatever your agreement is. And then when you, if you go higher, your other twin flame might have had a different agreement to stay there a little bit longer. That's why it was so beautiful what you said, um, Michelle, about, you know, we're, we're intergalactic. We've got different versions of us everywhere in different dimensions. So why would we not have different twin flames there as well to help us and become that? you know that beautiful energy together so, so we can do and be more isn't it so yeah yeah yeah, yeah and, I, and i think with the you know for instance with the with the other with the first <laughs> twin flame um it was interesting with because he was in so much fear he couldn't because it's not just the fear with the twin flame it's not just the fear of going into a relationship it's going into a spiritual awakening it's going into awakening to your soul which is completely different to the other kind of relationships. So that is different. He was in fear of waking up. He would say, whenever I'm around you, my third eye activate, it, it, like it starts buzzing and it starts, you know, and he's like, why, why is that? You know, he meditated, but he didn't, he wasn't ready for that full coming out of this 3D matrix system that he was in. He wasn't ready for it. It scared him. So that's why he couldn't step up. And, but he always felt that pull because when I started going, we had no communication. When I started going out with the second twin flame, we came into connection. He, out of the blue, he messaged me. That's because you connected within, within the ether. So he felt that my energy had moved onto somebody else, you know. And the same thing happened again. We were, had no, no communication. And then again, as soon as I found Jeffrey and it shifted again, he messaged again. You know, it was very interesting. So he knew, his higher self knew, but the whole point of it was, and with the second twin flame, he also wasn't ready for the spiritual awakening. He'd woke up so far. He was like um, a truther. He kind of understood all about the matrix system um, and how and things that were going. But to go and expand into that greater awareness, like what Jeffrey has now I think that's also helped you so going back now to for you because you've gone through this spiritual journey this spiritual growth that you've been on you understand about the heart you understand about yeah, I had some understanding mind. of it to give me that little yeah to so give me that idea you because, and also we're at the same frequency the same like working on the same things with our spiritual evolution so that's why our vibrations totally match mm. and when jeffrey does something on his journey you know because obviously we're individual working on our own things we have our own things that we work on i then find as though i feel like oh I, i'm actually ready for that level up and then he will do the same and we then assist each other to level up don't we it's, it's like we're both climbing up the mountain you know not one of us doesn't leg it up the top of the mountain and wait for the other one you know i might help her up and then all of a sudden she's pulling me up do you know what i mean and we both sort of go up together like that you know we don't we don't leave each other behind mm. sort of thing and then wait for them to catch up we, we're both there to assist you know that's that's beautiful but at the same time it can it can be challenging as well can't it but that challenge yeah. really is still part of the beautifulness if that makes sense because you have gone through this process deeply you can connect in within your higher self as well and you can see kind of higher picture the bigger picture the the ascension our soul mission so jeffrey can now look at our soul mission he can see what we are creating together mm. working on the lands where where we're creating a home together all the work that we do within sessions he can see how 
and within ourselves he can see how important that is for us for himself individually because obviously you can see from when we first met how you've evolved am yeah. i right <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and then also how we can assist the collective and gaia and so therefore we we realized then okay i've got to come out of these emotions because this is bigger than me <laughs> it's very challenging because you know i know claire's most people growing up but she's had a, a good life i've had a great life as well right mom mom was very very dark so i shut them emotions off and sort of played a certain way from from very 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 from almost being born so right up until like a couple of years ago so that no emotions not being who i was being in complete fear being com- surrounded by a lot, a lot of people being completely completely alone i had to try and break that almost 40 46 years of that trying to break that habit of being you know which was it was very 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 challenging mm. you know to push through that as well and, and, and follow my heart very very challenging you know i had a lot of momentum didn't it yeah yeah, I love that. That's a that's a great question, Don. And this is one of those podcasts where we're channeling what's coming through in the moment. So it's not like we're sending questions to each other in advance and having prepared and canned answers. You're getting the real the real deal, and we're excited about that. I wanted to bring in for those listeners that are kind of in that situation. Maybe they're already in a relationship. Is this my soulmate? Is this my twin flame? And for the most part, you don't have to worry about it. But if you are on a spiritual journey, this is why we're talking about this. We're helping you decipher what maybe that relationship is. I would say if you're in a relationship, a soulmate is still a very deep connection. It can be if you're in a romantic relationship. And it's someone who's, you know, suited to you. They're still going to reflect back to you maybe things that you need to work on. But like I said, it can be unhealthy, codependent. I think when you get to that twin flame perspective, you are really ready to take on that next level of your spiritual journey. It's so important to kind of see see where you're at because who you are in a relationship with, you know, we always say they kind of meet you with where you're at and you're meeting them with what where they're at. And it's not to say, here's what I I believe or or see, and you guys can share if that's different for you. But I think sometimes you can be in those relationships and maybe it's a soulmate at one point and it could become a twin flame. Who's to say your partner doesn't level up and they have a walk-in and it's your twin flame soul. And I just got goosebumps. So, you know, the angels are saying, yeah. So don't give up hope just because you may not be in that twin flame relationship. You're there to work. I know my husband even said the other day, he loves the fact that, you know, I'm on my journey and he's got his journey, but it's so cool when he doesn't even realize sometimes how much he's coming along. But then when I hear how he's speaking to other people, he is coming along, right? So sometimes it can happen without, you don't have to try to change people or impose something on them. If they're meant to be on that journey with you, they will come along on that journey with you. So I really love that. And, you know, to your story, Claire, twin flames aren't forever. They don't have to be forever. They're here for a period in their life. No different than soulmates, friends. We've talked about this in lots of past episodes that not everybody's meant to be in your life for a long time. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. So be gentle with yourself that don't feel like you're a failure if you let somebody go that you thought was the one, maybe they were only meant to be there for a certain period of time. In our last episode, so our first special guest was the lovely Candy, and she talked about holding space for the divine masculine. 
And really, Claire, that's what you've been assisting Jeffrey with in your relationship is you've held beautiful space for Jeffrey to come along on that journey and work through those feelings and holding that space. Because we talked about in that episode that a lot of times we get judgmental about, oh, you went through all that stuff. And, you know, we get a little judgy about that. But why not hold the space for them to be able to work on it with you? And have that love and support because I think so often we just jump off the boat when things get a little tough, right? And so that's what's really beautiful that you said, Claire, is yes, it's work. You find your twin flame. That's not the end game. The end game is not finding your twin flame. It's what are you doing together as twin flame union? Sometimes you may not even know in the beginning. It it is purely just to beginning to work to yourself on yourself and leveling up, so to speak, once you can hit on that journey, and by all means, have an aura raw session with this beautiful couple, lactic akashic reading. I know I've got one. I haven't booked it yet, but I am. Don't worry, I'm booking it. Because and every practitioner is different. So the information you might get from myself is going to be different than Dawn is going to be different than Claire and Jeffrey, because we all have different connections to the galactic information. So don't feel like you have to have a session with just one person and it's a one and done. Even as practitioners continually to have sessions so that we can find new information because it's just a remembering. We're remembering more about what we're here to do and when we can remember what we're here to do, we can help that journey. We're on a fast year. This is a year that things are happening so fast. And if you're ready for it, it can be a beautiful experience. And so one of the questions that I had written down based on where you're at today in your relationship, if a listener is joining us that maybe wants to invite in their twin flame, looking back what journey you guys have had, is there anything that people can do to get ready for, so to speak, to invite in that twin flame? So whether it's certain thing on a spiritual journey, I know everyone's got their own spiritual journey, but if you could give advice back to yourselves, to your younger selves, do you have any advice that could help prepare the space to invite in your twin flame? I Yeah, I mean, I, I feel as though it's really all about if you are ready to go on the spiritual journey, the, the, to, to, to remember who you truly are on that soul level. I think many people who are on this journey, they have, they've come in with the soul contract. It might be to awaken through this, to, to maybe meet their, their divine counterpart, to undertake soul missions together. What would that advice be? Advice. I, mean, we, I think when you actually meet your twin flame, you know, and especially with, I've noticed with the divine masculine, so with a spiritual connection, you will go within all your weaknesses will be exposed mm-hmm. within the twin flame journey. So like compared to, um, say, for instance, an, another relationship, you know, we kind of like we don't fully expose those weaknesses. We'll just, you know, you can kind of see that there's, there's trauma coming up. You know, they might act out in different ways. But when you're on a spiritual journey, you're actually on that journey of healing, self-healing. So therefore, you have to allow those weaknesses to come up. So if you are ready to allow them to come up, then that means that you are ready to find your twin flame, really. Until you're fully ready to self-heal, you're not ready 
to find them. It's really all about that. I think if you're wanting more. It's like we said, it's everything's different for everyone. I was just going to say, obviously, I didn't know a lot about twin flames. I just knew that, you know, I always used to think, you know, you're going to have a partner. You're going to be like, I always used to say to myself, me and my partner, we're going to build an house together. We're both going to be building it. You know, we're both going to wash up together. We're both going to clean the house together. When we have children, we're both raise them, play them, bath and change the nappies, whatever. You know, we do everything together. We might be doing more one thing than the other at different time. I saw it as this beautiful one, you know, and that's basically what Twin Flame is, isn't it? I, I didn't see it, you know, but I didn't really understand it. First thing for me was, you know, because I was so confused in my life, was surrender, which I can't really tell you how it happened. I just, it just happened. I surrendered. And then I realised that I've always tried to get the answers before I do something. And I realised that the only way I was going to get the answers was to experience it and, and be brave enough to go for it. You know, I was as scared as I was. And I had to write this down quickly so I didn't get it. And I always remember saying to myself for ages, you know, I've been alone all my life. And I remember saying to myself, you know, I can sort of handle being alone now. But I want to be alone with someone, you know. It's, it's time to be alone with someone, and and I don't know. It's more more of a feeling that I can't still now really put into words. Sometimes it, it's just a feeling. I can't really explain it. We were talking earlier, and you mentioned about um, it's important to let go of any self fulfilling prophecies. Yeah, like like we were talking about earlier. You know, you watch films and books. You think that when you meet any type of partner, it's going to be like this, and you watch the films, and and then you feel if you can't be like that, or you're not being like that, then you you're not you know you're not not really meant to be with them but that's that's sort of like with everything i suppose anything if you believe it it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy mm. i didn't know the answers i didn't know where it was going i just i had this feeling that we're meant to be together and and, and doing something and then we've just been experiencing that it's, it's been you know because we're walking that path the path reveals itself to you the path will not reveal it to yourself until we started walking it you know and we're like whoa and even on our little journeys where we go and do energy work on the planet even then we try and train them plant sorry we try and plan the trips and they completely change when we get there <laughs> we just have to flow and surrender don't we and yeah and go and with it. i was just thinking going back to you know the first time kind of when i went into separation with the first twin flame and which was a very painful journey you know anyone who's gone through that is it's a very painful journey this is the same sometimes when you're in the midst of that storm the pain you think oh my god why would i choose this especially if you're slightly awakened you think surely i wouldn't choose this timeline and then when the storm settles and you're out of it a bit from for myself just speaking for myself i look back and go wow did i need that pain i needed mm-hmm. that it was exactly what i needed at that time but sometimes when you're in the middle of that storm <laughs> you sort of go oh my god why am i here yeah when you are going through that separation you will look through for anything that will heal that wound for vulnerable women you know looking for their twin flame in love you know there's many different false light narratives out there on the internet that are waiting for these vulnerable women you know i kind of went through that phase of i think i signed up for this twin flame meditation you know you you pay me this per month and you meditate and you're gonna your twin flame is gonna come back to you you know you're going to come into reunion you're going to come into union with your twin flame and don't get me wrong meditating is fantastic but you know if you're doing it with this um desperation it's just not going to work you have to do your inner work I, and i think dawn mentioned it earlier about false light narratives are uh, where they they're almost like cult it's really quite disturbing and so you know i used to watch like the tarot which is i mean it, it helped me at the time but not to get lost in that i, I would mm-hmm. watch these tarot these people talking about the twin fame collective and they would do all these tarot cards oh this is what's happening in the twin fame collective oh it's looking good for 
you know, um, the winter solstice, you know, the energies are picking up, you know, he's going to contact you. Do not go down those rabbit holes. That's what I would say to you. you. It's really about doing your work, your inner work. And if they are meant to come back to you, if you are in a separation, they will come back to you, you know, but you have to do your work and they have to do their work. And if not, there might be another twin. <laughs> just jumping on what Claire just said, it's so true because, you know, I, I know about Claire's story about my own journey, but it's, it's, you know, it's so dark and plugged into the matrix and corporal and just completely scared and wounded masculine, you know, realising now. But as soon as I started doing the inner work, so I spent many, many years, first of all, starting my diet because I was, you know, suffering really bad from many illnesses. And then I started looking at spiritual stuff and all that, which I always was really into was confused about and you realize over so many years you start doing the journey and i met aurora and really started ramping up and working on myself even more and then obviously claire was doing it at the same time so as soon as you start doing the inner work in whichever way that is it could be just sorting your diet out ending a toxic relationship moving away or making up with people that you haven't got on with the years you know as soon as you start doing your inner work all of a sudden the environment changes mm. you know you're still going to get them little ugly whatever that are going to try and distract distract you sorry but the environment does change. So, yeah, looking back now, we, we started doing our inner work. Didn't really understand what was going to come of it. But, you know, the proof's in the pudding, as they say. You know, you start doing the work and you start, I mean, look, not just Claire, but beautiful souls like you. That's all from doing our inner work, mm. isn't it? And shifting these timelines. And moving forward and not staying in stuck, stagnant timelines, yeah. Yeah, so we're like shifting timelines, basically. So, you know, you, you're on a, a certain timeline. If you're ready to move on to the next timeline, you know, move up, level up. Mm. You know, don't stay. It's like, you know, holding on to an attachment. You atta- yeah. You're attaching yourself to another person, aren't you? With this whole, you know, this, oh, this is my twin flame. I know that they're going to wake up. I know that they're going to finally say, yes, let's come back together. Let's do this. It's an attachment. It's not good. It's not a good attachment. It's always about whatever's meant to be organic and divine will be brought to you. Um, And so just trust the universe. Trust the universe and surrender. I think as well, I just wanted to say, if you in a place where you can actually sit and be aware of yourself and make notes of where you are, where you feel you are yourself, in your life of what's going on around you and how you feel energetically and what level you're at. And then you can sort of gauge, hmm, that's what my twin flame or other people around me are going to be like, if that makes sense. You know, and you can sort of like gauge then, you know, you can say, oh, you know, if you're still in them toxic relationships, you're still in a job you don't like, you're eating unhealthy, you're miserable and all that, then, then you can sort of like, you're going to guess that that's the sort of, you, that's the sort of partner that's going to come into your sort of life, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, you know, because you start sorting yourself out, and you can look at that, and you can be aware. You're really looking mm-hmm. after yourself and living up. And you're like, wow, that's a good indication that so is your twin flame. And I thought maybe we ought to just mention about sacred sex because sacred sexual energy within the twin flame relationship is different. Um, it is different. Cosmic. It's it is cosmic. <laughs> um, people, you know, you kind of hear that, and I think that's what a lot of people, well, a lot of um, women and, and masculines, divine feminines and divine masculines that are looking for their divine counterpart, they're looking for this cosmic sexual connection. And it is cosmic, you know, and you can create so much that cosmic energy, not just twin flames. Like when you're in, in a, a soulmate union with you any kind of creational create. energy, yeah, that comes from your heart, you can create birth and birth those, yeah, I and mean, just create this beautiful energy, set intentions that, you know, protect your space, set intentions for the assistance. Right of Gaia sometimes we'll we'll always be guided to come together on certain days sometimes um it's not like we have a routine but what I mean is sometimes we'll be like oh I know that 
today and know that this evening so we, or whenever it we is come together for ourselves and to strengthen that as well and then obviously for the beautiful organic pleasures but then also we're aware now that that energy can go out wherever our higher selves would like to take it mm. you know and then which is pretty pretty amazing really when you think about what you can do with it yeah and it was quite interesting when when we came into our first sacred union we were guided to a certain place i won't say where it was but we were mm. guided to a certain sacred place and we were like okay um if that's what we're meant to be doing wasn't that an infinity something to do with yeah infinity? so what actually happened was so when twin flames also come together they also assist the other twin flame collective you know the other twin flames so what we were shown was that when we first had our sacred union it actually rippled out an infinity symbol. And this infinity symbol actually connected in with the sacred lands where we actually came into union for the first time. And boy, did it ripple out. We did not realize, but the moment that it it happened for that night, we were getting energetically attacked from Mm. all different areas but then we also was able to recognize how the light came in to counter it the light came in to counter yeah. it um because it was all but the negative energies they felt it they felt that ripple of our energy that when it came together that's how powerful the energy of, of our creational energy can be and the power of the infinity which is the merging of the the divine masculine the divine feminine and so you know this being the year of the eight it's going to be a, a powerful year for twin flames i feel yeah and and i just i just want to add quickly um before zen even said about claire you know doing the work together i think i think i did the isis priestess course first and i I remember i was shielding with all the intentions but i was shielding the energy of my partner and i remember having the courage to ask a rule and go i'm meant to be doing that i'm not overstepping boundaries and they were like oh my god that is so amazing yes you can do that with all the intentions and all that so i was actually sending my shield out to claire before I even met her or even knew about her, you know, obviously with all the intentions, not overstepping boundaries and all that. So yeah, and so Aurora liked that, didn't she? This is why I love you guys because I've heard you talk on so many different platforms and stuff and Jeffrey always has Claire's back because I remember, I can't remember what it was, but Claire was like, oh, I don't know if I do that. And Jeffrey was like, I already do it for you. And I was just like, Oh my goodness. Like he knew that she wasn't doing it. I'm like, I just love this twin flame union energy. And I know that I'm with my twin flame as well. Um, I will talk about a little bit, you know, before this whole entire twin flame hoopla, I had was younger and I said, you know, I'm done dating. I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't like the games. And my husband had been in a relationship with a girl, but he always knows when it's falling apart. He He's like, I'm out. And I'm sorry. The angel's just like, you have to tell them how you were sword fighting. That's how he knew you were the one. And I'm like, okay. So that's how my husband knew pretty much I, one of the things was he was helping me set up for, I was an art student, my show, and we were sword fighting with our uh, yardsticks, you know, because what else are you going to do when you're in art school with your tools? You're going to use them how they're supposed to be. That was one of the things he's just like, I really like her energy. So, and we've been together for over 20 years and it wasn't easy. And there was, you know, times when I'm like, because of this 3D programming, you know, they don't want to keep you together. Like, am I in the right relationship? And I know I've grown spiritually. And right before I had my aura with Aurora, my husband's like, you're on your spiritual journey. You do whatever you want. You know, I'm not going to do it. But then I had my aura and I said, can we please go get aura certified? And he said, yes. And I was just like, so that aura shifted so much energetically 
that it just like changed him. He ended up having an or as well, getting certified. And no, he does not practice, but I know that he's taken the Akashic classes with me. I know that in his job, he is affecting the people that he's around because, and I know like within the last three weeks, I've had my one client has been talking, changing her tune on some things. And I'm just like, that's because the energy is shifting in our area. And then people were starting to openly talk about conspiracy theories. And I'm just like, yes, this is what like, because he works with the younger generations. I'm like, this is what we need to hear that, that they can see this matrix that is created around them. And seeing it is how they start breaking through. So, you know, we're still off. He will down the road match me. He's like, really, you talk to the angels that much? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, what do they tell you? He's like, that I'm good looking. And I'm like, okay, it cracks me up. So, but I love your journey. And I just, it opens my heart and gives me so much hope that people who are feeling frustrated on both ends, divine masculine, divine feminine will find, if they're meant to find their twin flame, they will, or have hope that what they're doing is for a galactic betterment of the whole of society, of our society and galactic societies. Cause we're all here trying to send out together. Absolutely. And yes, he's good looking, you know, (laughs) that's so funny. As we wrap up this episode, I want to just summarize some of those things that from Claire and Jeffrey's journeys. One thing I want to say, you may or may not be meant to have your twin flame in this lifetime. So don't be hard on yourself. Like Claire said, if things are meant to come to you, they'll come to you. Put out what you want for a relationship. That's a great start. You know, kind of some of the signs that they've talked about, if you found the the twin flame, the, you know, those uncanny synchronicities that start happening, that kind of magnetic attraction and meeting, like you can feel the energy that recognition of kind of feeling like home. We've been here before. We've had, you know, the past life journeys, the galactic journeys together, and some of those intense emotions that expect that could be coming as part of that twin flame union. Amplifying the doubts. Jeffrey's talked about that could be turbulent, but it is meant to be this divine union ultimately but you have to work through it to get there as well. So as they were saying in some advice, be vulnerable, surrender to it, allow those feelings to come up. If you haven't, like Jeffrey said, haven't been in that supportive environment to have your feelings be heard and expressed, be vulnerable and surrender to that. You have to be ready to self-heal because ultimately If you're not self-healing and self-love, like your twin flame is not there to give you your own self-love. You have to have your self-love and work on your journey. So it's not, that's the codependent soulmate kind of thing that usually happens. That's not healthy. And just be willing to grow. Ultimately, our soul has come in this lifetime, in this incarnation of earth is we're here to grow. We're here to heal ourselves. And as we heal ourselves, it ripples out to heal others. And if you come into a twin flame journey, embrace it, go along on the ride. It's going to be, you know, buckle up, strap in (laughs) because you might be, you know, there's going to be some ups and downs. So expect that. Just be grateful. I think when we come from a place of gratitude for what we have and what experiences we're being shown and being given to grow with, that gratitude 
ultimately is going to also help you manifest the relationship you want. You guys have Claire and Jeffrey, any final thoughts as we wrap up our beautiful twin flame discussion with you? Yeah, well, you, you just wrapped it up beautifully. Um, you both had thank you so much. Yeah, thank and you, Dawn, as well for sharing your yeah, twin flame story. I've had the journey. pleasure. I've met him. He was FaceTiming him, wasn't he, when we was at the last retreat? So I've, I've met him on the FaceTime. Yes, yeah, and he's beautiful. Yes, he is beautiful. <laughs> he's dashing, good looking. <laughs> Oh, yes. I love that story about in the in the art classes, yeah, because yeah, because you you know you got the class and that, but then you're also expanding on that and making it more fun on you. So yeah, I love, love that you're playing, which is what we should all be doing. Yeah, and that's what we you miss out on because mm. the matrix doesn't want you to have fun. They don't want you to be the inner child that needs to break free. So he knew, and yeah. it's also been confirmed because every time he has an aura, he always sees us together. He sees us together and he always sees my youngest with us. We left Atlantis together. They're saying you've had multiple lives. So one Atlantis life we had together, we ascended out together at one point. Wow. And he's always been my guardian. Beautiful. So, so beautiful. Yeah, this one's a little note for myself, like communication is key, being able to be brave enough. Obviously, you, for me, I still got to try and pick my moment to be brave enough to say what's on my mind especially like from never speaking out all my life or when I did when I was young, I got shut down. So in the end, I stopped speaking out, which then you get the opposite of that. You're just taking advantage of all your life. You twist yourself up for allowing that to happen as well, you see. So mm -hmm. having that courage, but then I had to experience that. You know, I didn't know that going on. So I've had to experience being brave enough to talk, not bottling up and then talking about it without trying to control the outcome and that. Yeah, we, we always, at the end of the day, we always come together and ask about each other's day, even though we spend all day together. Yeah, how's your day? <laughs> but how's your day? day? But actually that time... Just to ask if there's anything on their mind that they haven't let us know about. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a nice time it's for us It's an opportunity to, then to, to go. Yeah, because like Jeffrey said about communication, <laughs> it's really... It's really key to to share your deeper because this is what, what we're here to do now, isn't it? Bring up, actually speak out, speak yeah. our truth and, and heal those inner traumas. So sometimes even the deepest ones that we don't feel like we can share with with others, you know, your partner so, is there, whether the twin flame or, or soulmate, you know, they're there to assist you, aren't yeah. they? To bring up those, communicate, communicate. Yeah. It is really key, isn't it? Communication. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've learned that. <laughs> thank you for having us we've yeah. really thoroughly enjoyed it so beautiful thank you so much for helping us spread the love you know the ripple effect of whatever time and space that our listeners listen to this podcast episode just know that that love energy is rippling out and touching you on the energetic level, allowing you to feel that love for yourself and for maybe the partner you're with or the partner that you're inviting in. So thank you so much for joining us. And it's just, we just love you guys so much. We love you too. Thank you. It's been an honor. Thank you. I love you. It really is an honor. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Stay tuned for our next exciting episode of Light Language, what it is. We're going to have another beautiful guest. They are going to tell us all about what you need to know about Light Language. Stay tuned. Follow, subscribe, and share Embrace the Spiritual Podcast on all streaming services, including YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Go to EmbraceTheSpiritual.com for bonus content and a list of upcoming episodes. To book an aura regression, raw Reiki, or Akashic reading with Dawn, go to her website alchemy-sacredsound.com and to book an aura regression, raw Reiki, Akashic reading, or to do a home or pet clearing, visit Michelle on her website at energeticembrace.com. 
with infinite love and gratitude. Thank you for joining us.